Hello everyone and welcome back to Make Better Wedding Films, the home of new ideas for radical films about people in love. My name is Ben, I will be your host, and before we get into the show, we've got a couple of announcements from our sponsors. The first of which is Musicbed. Now, if you haven't checked it out on our Instagram yet, I've just put up a custom playlist on my Musicbed account. And we're going to be keeping this going all through next year. Every month or so, we're going to be putting out a themed Musicbed playlist to make searching for music for you guys even easier. Musicbed have a specific subscription plan designed specially for wedding filmmakers so that you guys are only paying for the subscription that you need to license music for your wedding films. Make sure to use the promo code MBWF when you sign up and you'll get your first month free and let's know that we sent you, which helps out the show. Our second sponsor is Studio Ninja. Now, as we round out the end of the year, now's the time to get those New Year's resolutions locked in, to get on top of all that admin that you've been planning to get on top of, and Studio Ninja is going to help you do that. It'll help you automate the booking process, send out auto emails to your couples, get across all those customer touch points between when the couples book and when the wedding day comes. You can automate the whole process. Make sure to use the promo code MBWF50 to get 50% off your first year with Studio Ninja and use the link below to find out more. Alrighty, that's it for the announcements. On to the episode. As 2022 comes to a close, we come to the end of another season of the show. Last year, I ended with Bottle Brush, and this year, I'm ending season three with another pair of Aussie legends, lovers and legends, to be precise. Steph and Elliot are a husband and wife photo and video duo from Brisbane, Australia, who have an amazing energy to their films and who balance the roles of photo and video creation seamlessly. On today's show, we round off 2022 by talking about arguably the most important thing for a wedding filmmaker to remember. It's not about you, it's about them. My name is Ben and this is Make Better Wedding Films. Steph, Elliot, aka Lovers and Legends, thanks for coming on the show. It's nice to have you. Thank you for having us. It's exciting to be here. Yeah, I was pretty excited when you reached out, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm excited. I'm excited to go and see um, on your guys' work today, um, hear about how you do what you do. And um, yeah, it's going to be great. We're going to cover all sorts of awesome topics around like branding and then like how to like bring the hype on the day, how to make awesome, cool, creative edits. It's going to be, it's going to be super fun. So, um, yeah. Um, to kind of like lead us in and get us kicked off, do you want to um, give us a, basically a bit of a rundown on who Steph and Elliot are and who lovers and legends are? Yeah. Oh, Lord. Um, I'm Steph. This is Elliot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are married. We've been married for how many? Four years. Four years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we weren't always in photography, videography. Um, before we got into the industry, Elliot was in the army and I was studying to be a teacher. Yeah, I did 11 years in the army. And then uh, when that sort of didn't align with family and stuff, because we've got a, a, a little three-year-old now, it sort of got out into civvy world and then um, Steph's photography stuff sort of took off and I had to leave that to go full-time with Steph. So. Yeah. So we've had like a few um, changes along the way, but right now, yes, we are lovers and legends and that's working really well for us. We really love the brand that we've created. Um, we're getting like all sorts of awesome wedding clients. So, yeah, love yeah. and life. Yeah, they tend to 
these days be pretty similar to us, which is like. Yeah, that was the goal. Try to find like like-minded people. Yeah. yeah and so, Steph, you you do photos and Elliot, you do videos. Is that correct? Yeah. So on like a wedding day, I'll be taking photos all day and Elliot will be filming everything. And then when it comes to um, editing, I will edit part of the film and yeah, then and so will Elle. So it's like a 50-50 sort of thing. Um, in terms of like spreading out the work, um, we can get the photos done a lot quicker than we can the films, as yeah. you can imagine. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. I, I like that because um, I I done you know my own little nosying around. Um, yeah. I found your interview with um, Queensland Brides, and I saw that like. Steph, do you do photo and Elliot do video? But it's nice to hear that you're both in on the editing process and I'm keen to hear how that all plays out uh, later down the line. Um, But uh, maybe tell me a little bit about the brand Loves and Legends and how you guys kind of came about that and and also like how, Elliot, you've sort of found your way fitting in with, with video and how video came in because Steph, you mentioned that you started with photos yeah, and then it sounds like videos added in later. Tell me a bit about how sort of you've kind of bubbled and got to where you are. So with the originally, um, Steph, I just bought her a, a, a little $300 camera um, as, a, as a little birthday present and Steph loved it. So um, she, she was doing teaching at the time and um, decided that, hey, I want to do photos for a living. Um, and I was like, yep, full steam ahead and started Steph Fazy Photography was the uh, original um, business. But I think um, our daughter was like probably not even one yet. So I was just like taking photos of babies and shit. And I was like, hey, I can take photos of other people's babies. Yeah. So it sort of became like a lifestyle thing, like a lifestyle photography. Um, Ultimate goal was to get into weddings, but obviously had no idea how to like push into Yeah, that. we were thinking like real far down the line, like five, ten years, we could be wedding photographers. And then it was more like five, ten days in the end. Um, Yeah, it was was wild. We were, I was part of this, like, photography Facebook group with a couple girls in our area, and one of them was photographing a wedding, and they had a free videographer who I guess was just, like, starting out, who bailed, like, three days before the wedding. And so she put a post in Facebook, like, oh, my God, can anybody film this wedding? And I was like, we can. And so then uh, we went to the shop and actually bought some cameras. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because we didn't own anything. We were like... And we, and we bought the wrong camera for a yeah. video. We bought like 5D Mark IVs for video. So it was, uh, yeah, yeah, that was the um, first mistake. Yeah. yeah. So that was our first wedding ever. Um, so we were both filming that and we literally had no idea what we were doing. Legit. Um, we just winged it. Um, but the couple were really, really happy. And after that, we posted that, uh, like, I think we made a teaser film or something, like a little short one. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it was that that I put back in the Facebook group. And I was like, um, oh, for, like, potential couples, I think. I was like, oh, look, we're just starting out. And then literally, like, in that 24 hours, we had, like, 20 inquiries. over 20 inquiries. And our business just blew up. And suddenly we were wedding yeah, people. It was- <laughs> It was like it's such a weird feeling being like getting these bookings and having no photos to actually yeah. 
proof we were like we have no proof we can we do it but people still saw the video and they still wanted it so yeah that's how um, it sort of all started how we rolled into weddings and then um, and then it got to a point where we were actually doing the weddings that we booked and I was having to obviously juggle working for a you know in the corporate world and working with like um overseas so I was like finishing work at five coming home and then doing meetings from seven till eight sort of thing it was just getting too much for Steph to edit photos and video and do all that so it got to the point where I I left I think a day before I was actually meant to go permanent with my my company um which was uh which was interesting but um then uh Steph sort of was like I feel kind of bad that it's just Steph Fazy Photography. I think we need to do a rebrand. Yeah. Now that I've come on board, <laughs> and and I think we were just it, it sort of came pretty naturally the the name. We were already already like addressing our couples as lovers or like, hey legends, hey doing. Yeah. And it just sort of fell into place really easily. So it did. We were like brainstorming a bit and like. Um, I had like massive inspo from David Bowie's Heroes song. Like I love the lyrics to that song. Um, so it was just sort of like the idea of like heroes, like legends, like you guys can just be awesome, just be totally out there, be yourselves. Um, and in terms of like lovers and legends, sort of open the window to being like we work with couples, but we can also just work with cool people as well. Yeah. So in terms of the name, that's sort of how it came about. Yeah. It pretty organic. And it's um, in terms of like how the brand has evolved, we've always sort of wanted it to be a bit more edgy and, you know, not in your classic sort of light, um, airy sort of colours and things. We sort of, we go with our blacks, our oranges and our reds and things. And and I think that, that matches us pretty well in terms of who we are and our personality. So we just wanted to get us into the brand because we figured if, we're selling us as a product. We don't have to work as hard because it's easy to be ourselves sort of thing. Yeah. We sort of like turn up and we're, we are what we have been saying we are this whole time. Yeah. 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 No, I love that. That's the thing is that's the key to any personal brand, right? It's like it's got to be authentic. Totally. You know, because, yeah, then you can just show up and be you and no, that's awesome. I love hearing that. It's a fucking good name, by the way. That's great. And it's just like it's, and it's what's cool is it's like, I look at it and it's, just like, it's a really well-resolved brand and it's interesting to hear just how it's just sort of come off really like sporadic reactionary yeah. decisions yeah. that you guys just been presented with these opportunities and just gone, fuck yeah, let's do it. Yeah, pretty much. And you just go. Yeah. It's, yeah, been. It's, on, it's been so. It's been a wild ride. So <laughs> a wild ride. No, that's, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, and so you say that like the brand is very you and you can just like shop and be you. Do mm-hmm. you see any distinction between like you guys and who your couples are, who your clients are in terms of like like who are you just trying to like attract people like you? Like basically you just like put yourselves out there in the most concentrated form and then anyone yeah. else who gels with you just kind of gets attracted to that like yeah. to a flame. Yeah. Is that kind of what's going on? Basically, much, yeah. um, we thought like, you know, when you're trying to attract clients, you're like trying to put your best foot forward all the time, obviously. But we were also trying to 
not attract certain types of people. So in terms of like, like we swear a lot, that's just like part of our personality. And obviously not everyone vibes with that. So we were like, we're going to make sure on our socials and our website and emails and stuff, we are swearing because it's going to bring in the people we want and it's going to get rid of the others. Yeah. Um, Cause yeah, at the point we're at now, it's, we're not like desperate for bookings or anything. We have like a very steady stream of inquiries. So um, it's nice to be able to sort of like pick and choose um, and really like have a, I don't know what I'm saying. You can be more, I guess, niche. It's, uh, you yeah, you feel, that, feel more that, comfortable yeah, saying that, like, ba- yeah, like that. turning pe- pe- people away. Yeah, because you're you're popular enough that uh, you know you're gonna get enough bookings to. to I'm glad pay the you bills. know what we're yeah. trying to say, Ben, because we're fucking useless. So what, what I'm with you, man. I'm with you. What we're finding is like we're getting a lot of like Tinder couples these days. Like, yeah, we get a lot of Tinder couples. We're, we're a Tinder couple ourselves, so like we've we've made that prevalent in our yeah. branding as well. So it, we tend to get like Tinder couple, want a party, lots of fun. But yeah. also want like all the mushy moments as well. So yeah, they they like ob- like it's obviously their wedding. They still want those mushy romantic moments. Um, but I figure like like how many weddings have we been to, and how often like throughout the day is it just mushy? It's like a teeny part of the day that's yeah. mushy. The rest of it, everyone's just getting lit and like dancing and having a good time. Yeah. Exactly. So we sort of want our films to show that as well. Like heaps of fun, but of course we've got that space for the romantic stuff because that's what it's all about. I love that. And I think that's the thing is like knowing that that's like the balance that you're striking, that's the kind of like flag that you're flying in terms of like what you're offering these couples. Um mm having that right at the forefront, people just know what they're getting into, right? Yeah. You know, like you're here to like make them feel awesome and like have a party, but also like not forget about the mushy moments, but not just yeah. like ram the mushy moments down their throat kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, There's like a yeah. time and a place, like in yeah. terms of um, if you like watch a wedding film from the perspective of someone that isn't the wedding couple, um, you know, sometimes they can be hard to get into because you're not, like you don't know the people, it's hard to like emotionally invest in that. Um, and we find like humor is such a great way to connect with people. Yeah. So if we can inject a little bit of personality, a bit of humor at say like the beginning of the film, then when that romantic stuff comes in later, it hits hits you like 10 times as hard because you feel Mm -hmm. like you've created a connection with that couple. And then obviously if you are the wedding couple, you're going to love it anyway because it's all about you. (laughs) Guaranteed to love it. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, Amazing. Um, One other kind of question around just like how you guys – well, actually, I've got probably a a few little questions on that all kind of dance around around the same issue. But (sighs) – Because I I always find this interesting with like personal brands, especially personal brands that really try and um, be like down to earth, honest, behind the scenes, raw. Like, um, because you guys do some cool stuff on Instagram with like reels and just like lets people see just like, you know, like the raw, real you and funny little jokes and stuff. Like, um, are you balancing in terms of like what you put out on the internet versus what you keep reserved or are you just kind of just like we'll just put anything out there and if people gel they gel or is there some level of curation i guess in what you're putting out into the world 
Honestly, I don't, I don't think we curate too much. Um, yeah, we don't curate too much, but there's definitely um, things that we wouldn't share. Like, um, I think the trouble, like, when because it's such a personal brand, our couples, like, they all just want to be besties with us, yeah. which is great. But it's, it's also, like, I don't want to be, like, too vulnerable with these people because they aren't our besties. They're our clients, you know. Um, but like Elliot said, we do put a lot of ourselves regardless. Um, we're not going to put all, like, the... The nasty bits. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. That's no nasty bits. <laughs> Half the time it's like we just got to, like, remember that social media is there. and that Yeah, honestly, we're pretty bad it. at remembering to actually <laughs> yeah. post on it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, in terms of, like, you know, putting ourselves out there, we find that so helpful because yeah. if we're just sharing, like, little random bits about our life and, like, oh, yeah, we've got a daughter and her name's this and this is what we did today sort of thing, um, we find that, like, especially if it's a couple that we haven't had that much contact with prior to the wedding day, when we turn up, there's already such a level familiarity. of familiarity. Like they feel like they already know us. Yeah. So we don't have to spend any time talking about ourselves. It's just all about them and we can connect with them so much easier. And, quicker. Um, and that's been really useful because on obviously you have a limited number of hours in the day and you're trying to like get a vibe of who they are as a person, as a yeah. whole. And that can be challenging if they don't open up to you. Mm. No, that's a very, very, very good point. The fact that people... If your couples, if you arrive and your couples already feel like they know you, mm. then they can trust you. And as yeah. soon as you've got their trust, then, you know, you can move yeah. forward from there. Yeah. Um, you don't have to kind of sink hours on the actual wedding day into building yeah. that trust. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, I like it that. is a lot of work to, like, connect emotionally. Um, yeah. So, yeah, the more stuff we put out on the gram and everything, the easier that yeah. is for us. And yeah. and like we said before, because we it is a personal brand and the things we put out are true, it mm-hmm. makes sense when they meet us in person. Like they realize yeah. that everything we've been doing, it is us. So mm-hmm. that trust is definitely there. Yeah. yeah. No, I love that. I love that. And so here's my next question around that, because like I see that a lot and I, I get it. Like I know what it's all about. What I do see though is people trying to do that and it comes off really messy. Yeah. Like the, it's like the, brand just gets all over the show yeah and it's like so because what i see with, with with you guys um and there's other people who do it great like bottle brush and other sort of people who yeah. do that kind of real cool personal brand really well it's this like skill of putting a lot of stuff out there being really authentic sharing like you but still in a way that stays on message if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. So, like, do you want to talk a little bit to that in terms of just, like, whether you do that just innately, whether that's just, like, an, an, you just innately understand that or if you're just, like, consciously, like, just sort of judging, you know, putting things out but also still staying on message? I think in terms of staying on message, I don't know if we necessarily go, all right, this is the message, we need to keep to that. It's more that we'll make something and if it's not something that we then – uh, in love with we won't put it up so it's 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 not like keeping to a line in that we make stuff to that it's we realize once More it's like been made the personal sort of stuff well, yeah yeah even that yeah <clears throat> yeah i think yeah there's it's definitely conscious what we do and don't show because like you said like 
for me, like my, I have ADHD. So my brain is like all over the fucking place. (laughs) And I know that if I put my brain online, it's going to be chaotic. So yeah, it is, it is about like balancing how much you give and how much you pull back because that's it. Like if, if I think like, Oh, I want to post this, like, Oh, I had a really shitty day and I like, effed up all these edits and I had to start again. It's like, well, I'm not going to post that. Like no one wants to see that. They, you obviously still want to keep it. Yeah. Streamline. We know what we're doing. We're here for you, but we like to have fun on the side sort of thing. Yeah. I don't know if that yeah, answers the question at all. No, no, no. It, <laughs> it, it does. And does. I think, cause I think, uh, I don't know. Cause I, I see a lot of people like, they sort of know they need to post stuff online or know they need to like put their personality. Um, but it's almost just like it kind of goes a bit too all over the show. And it's yeah. just like yeah. understanding like what parts of your personality contribute to your brand voice and what parts yeah. exactly. just make the, make noise. Totally. Like yeah. picking and yeah. choosing. And like you said, like we have a distinct sort of style. So if something we put up isn't sort of like, you know, pushing it in that direction, then maybe that's something we don't need to post, you know, like we are conscious of keeping that brand, uh, like ideal going, Yeah, which isn't that difficult, but yes, it is conscious. It's it's like, like, you know, we don't just like go on Instagram, see the latest trending, you know, real music and then have to make a thing for it. Because if it doesn't match what we want, we won't, we're not going to do it. Yeah. Um, obviously it might get more views because it's trending at the time, but it, it just won't contribute to who we yeah. are. It's not us. I don't feel it. So yeah. Well, if that's the thing, like if it gets heaps of traction online, but it's not us, it's like, what are the chances we're going to get a billion inquiries for people that we don't even want to work with yeah. because they were attracted to something that's not true to us. Yeah. So yeah, we are thinking about it. It's interesting to hear how different people approach this sort of stuff because it's one of those things that I think like everybody knows they need to be doing X, Y, Z, but it's kind of like the nuance of like how that actually plays out um, is, yeah. is where I think a lot of people get tripped up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, interesting, 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 amazing, cool. Well, I kind of want to like move on from like esoteric brand discussions and start sort of diving into exactly how you guys do what you do. Yeah, um, I want to talk about like, you know, um, uh, how you film, how you edit, how you direct. You know, you mentioned some cool stuff in our emails beforehand around like doing stuff from like a guest's perspective and stuff. So, I want to dive in on all that before yeah, we cool. do. We're going to take a quick break, pay some bills. We'll be back in a second. Studio Ninja is the world's highest rated studio management software. It contains a huge suite of tools from calendar integration and double booking warnings to contract templates and automated client workflows. If you want more time to focus on the creative parts of being a wedding filmmaker and less time on admin, then why not take 50% off when you sign up with the promo code MBWF50 and get your first year of Studio Ninja for as little as $125 US. Alrighty, and we're back. So... Team, we're going to start diving into uh, the n- nitty gritty of how you do what you do. Um, before we touch camera gear or anything, before we actually get to the day, yeah. um, I kind of want to talk about pre-planning and okay. how you guys uh, work with your couples, figure out um, what kind of like ideas to hash out with them, um, how you kind of uh, yeah get your couples on board with any like unique ideas you have for capturing uh, their day. What's the kind of pre-production plan look like for you guys 
our pre-production planning is is fairly minimal. Um, <laughs> like um, there's pre-production planning. Honestly, <laughs> a lot of the times um, we'll actually book and go to a wedding and might have not have even seen them face to face. Yeah. Um, well, Steph might because with our big package we get an engagement shoot in there. Um, so a lot of the time Steph has met them and gotten a vibe through the um, through the engagement session. But in terms of like planning a like curated story for their wedding day or like a theme, there's only a couple of couples that have actually wanted something like that and, mm. there's, and it tends to be like an office-themed um, one where they do more yeah. in- interview style and they're the only real ones we've ever had to plan. Mm. Um, I think people come to us knowing that, our brand is is more energy and um, yeah to be honest they like come to us and they're like you just tell us what to do and we'll do it yeah um and then yeah throughout the day like we're obviously vibing who they are as people so we'll be trying like pushing the boundaries a little for like the couples that are more out there and then maybe keeping the more like um what's the word more stylized Yeah, I don't know, like more like cinematic, romantic sort of thing. So the people that might not be as comfortable doing all the crazy stuff. Um, Yeah, so we we definitely have done some planning for things, but for the most part it is just like... Run and gun. Yeah, going at it on the day and just making it work. And as we're doing it, like we'll be able... It's very clear whether the couple's vibing with it or not. So... We always want to keep them comfortable because that's how they look like. They're having so much fun in their videos because they are. Yeah. Um, so if, if we're sort of like pushing the boundaries too far, maybe getting them to do some stuff they're not quite comfortable with and it's showing, we might pull yeah. back a little bit, make think, it a little slower, chill out a bit. I, I think what really helps is the way Steph does her photography in that very rarely am I like sitting off in the corner waiting for the posy stuff to finish because it's all the way yeah. Steph does a photography is all very natural, candid. So she's not going to get you to like, you know, tie your shoelaces up and then look up at the camera and smile sort of thing. Like that's just not going to happen yeah. in Steph's photos. So it's not going to happen in the my thing, video. Like because we are 99% of the time working the same wedding photo and film, um, I know what Elliot needs in the film because I'm also going to be editing it. So I'm like, I want to get the right shots (laughs) because it's going to be difficult for both of us. Um, So, yeah, directing couples in a way where, like, the things they're doing are more actions than anything else. It'll be like, hold hands, walk down here and looking at each other and having a chat instead of, like, standing there looking at each other because it's it's the difference between, like, getting this really – uh, like rigid sort of posy feel where they're like just waiting for you to say the next thing mm. rather than like a more energetic sort of it feels like it's in the moment so it's still totally directed like we've told them what to do but because it's a natural thing it's really easy for them to do and that translates really well yeah. into the film I think I always, it just sort of looks effortless I always tell my couples I'm like if you feel uncomfortable you'd look uncomfortable yeah so just we say like if we say put you in a position and it just feels weird, change it. Yeah. Like we're not going to be mad. You, we just want you to be comfortable at all times, uh, and that has yeah worked really really well for us. And and again, that comes back to like the couple trusting us 
Um, and so when it comes to when we want to maybe like experiment, do a really cool shot or get them to do something crazy, they're more likely to just give it a go. Yeah. Um, and I say like, guys, if it looks shit, we'll just delete it. (laughs) (laughs) Like we're not going to put something that that makes you look like a dickhead in your film. Don't worry. We got you. Um, but you never know. You could do that experimental thing and it look, it could look freaking amazing. Yeah. So yeah, just, um, always keeping like their, mood in mind i think makes a really big difference yeah yeah i love that i love that and i because you never know like what level of planning or construction goes into people's styles and it's really interesting to see to hear you guys talk about how you work and like and see that you're clearly so um intuitive at reading your couples and backing your decisions on how you direct them yeah. and really quick snap decisions. Yeah. Um, Cause I, you know, I, I look at like people like you with quite bold styles and especially like bold things that couples might be doing. Mm. Um, and you always sort of think like, like it's the sort of thing that if you push the wrong people, it could go really bad. Yeah, but definitely. obviously you guys are really good at, at reading people and clocking in the moment. Like, is this is yeah. this landing? Is it not? Yeah, course yeah. correction. Yeah, um, and just sort of keeping things going on the fly. Um, and yeah. really interesting too, like hearing the fact that because of shooting, you're very like separate, like photo and film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but obviously, Steph, you're still thinking in your head, like, oh, this would make a good shot for the yeah. video, or something. like, do you ever? I don't think we really, like, I'll almost not take a photo if it doesn't work for the film. We're sort of like, we work so in sync the whole time, thinking about what each other needs. And, like, if I'll take a photo and then I'm like, do do you want this or does this work for you? And then if not, we move on. If so, like, Elliot will jump in. So, yeah, yeah, we do definitely have to, like, give and take, um, which is great for us because we're conscious of it. Obviously, like filmmakers that um, solo filmmakers. are solo, uh, mm. yeah, like working with a different photographer every time can mm. obviously have its challenges. So we make the most of the fact that that doesn't happen for us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, that's great. Do you ever um, just like, uh, I don't know, keep an eye out for each other? Like, you know, like oh, Elliot, yeah. do you think like, oh, this would make a good photo and let Steph know and vice versa? Yeah, definitely. I think All just, the just the other day I had an angle on a dress hung up and it had a nice reflection off the wall and it's like, oh, get this, babe. And she yeah. comes around and like, that's actually better than what I was doing. She's yes. Just, <laughs> we'll always be like, oh, the yeah. lighting is amazing. Come yeah. over here. Get this. But yeah. it's also good that, you know, I'm comfortable enough with Steph to go get the fuck out of my way, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so Sometimes Elle's standing in my shot easy. and I'm like, Elliot, move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so that makes it good because when you're working with, like, someone you don't know, that can be, like, a touchy thing. Like, oh, could you please move out of the way? I really want to get this shot. Whereas we're mm. married. We're just like, mate, mm. get it. Get, get the fuck out. out. Yeah. Yeah. It's it certainly done wonders for our conflict resolution, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, never nice. argue anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love it. Um, and so um, in terms of, like, I don't know, like directing or being the voice on the day, is that, again, quite separate together? Is, like, Steph, are you leading that or do you take, take turns? Generally, I'll lead it. Um, that sort of is something just comes naturally for me. Like before I was doing this, I was doing teaching. So 
obviously I like talking and I like yeah. being in charge. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, usually I'll be sort of directing. Sometimes though, like a wedding day can be really intense. And yeah. sometimes I feel like, oh my God, like I've just been directing people for like two fucking hours, especially after like say family photos or something. And I'm like, I need a fucking nap after this. Mm. Um, so sometimes I turn to Elliot and I just say, I'm feeling really flat. Can you take over? Mm. And he just steps in immediately and starts doing that directing. So it is like a real balance, but I'd say majority of the time I'm leading, but we are very much a team. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of I used to be very, um, like in the background, I used to say I was like a fly on the wall, but these days I, um, I'll get right up in your face. Basically. Yeah. I actually had to now, tell so. Elliot, I was like, you need to stop telling people in our Zoom <laughs> chats that you're like a fly on the wall because you're like the opposite. Yeah. You're like in their face the whole time. <laughs> it used to be, it used to be this like goal that we were all trying to get to. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm a fly on the wall. You'll never yeah. see me. And it's just you like, even know I'm here. I, think, I think like, I think one day we'll just kind of realize that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody yeah. actually wants that. Nobody wants a creep with a camera in the corner of the room. Yeah, legit. That's Fuck literally that. what it is. Some creepy yeah. dude in the corner filming you. Yeah. yeah. So what, people don't want that. Yeah, yeah. And what totally. I, what I've found is there's there's an art of knowing when to, like, step away from a moment. So, like, a lot of the times yeah. I'll be filming something, it'll be great, and I pull away before it gets awkward, you know? Yeah. So like they're left with a oh that was that was a bit fun that was you a know, nice oh, experience cool. and that's with all the guests that rather you know, than like get this man with the camera out of my fucking face yeah legit so with the couple it's not so much of an issue it's with the guests that are probably a little bit camera shy are coming in they go oh they tell me to, to bugger off or something and I'll, yeah. I'll give them a cheeky smile and I'll run away but that interaction then makes them comfortable with me at the end of the day totally when I'm dancing right in their face with a light and everything and they're just grooving at the camera it's like so. oh yeah he has this camera and he took a shot of me while I was eating my muffin and I looked like a dickhead yeah. but he smiled afterwards and I'll go back to him later and I'll get in front of the camera yeah sort of so like and like <laughs> I guess you know what it's like bringing like a camera around and like some of the guests would just death stare you. Yeah. It's just learning to like not take that personally. It's yeah. like, okay, not that person. Let's find another one. Yeah. No worries. Like just water off a duck's back. Not yeah. your problem. Absolutely. Yeah. And because you can do de- like, that's definitely a thing around like building up some like social currency with some of the guests oh, throughout yeah. the day so that totally. you can then, and, and, and like a micro version of what you do with the couple. Yeah. So that, you know, come dance floor time, you yeah. can get up in their face. and Yeah, exactly. And they, they act, it's it's like moths to a light, honestly. I have a light on the camera and they're just like <laughs> trying to seek me out. Let, yeah. me, let me show yeah. you my dance moves that I've been Literally, waiting all night to do. In like the last couple of hours where everyone's just dancing because we've mm. built that connection with so many people. They literally, it's moths to a flame, come to Elliot, and they'll get up in the camera like, and they, like, track him down. They're like, where's the light? Chase it. Yeah. <laughs> Get the fucking videographer. Yeah. <laughs> let, me show, let, me, let me show him number number four if I can do it. Sustenance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love it. Um, speaking of guests, yeah. <laughs> um, in, our, in our emails beforehand, yeah. you mentioned something about filming from a guest's perspective. And I yeah. want you to fucking go in on that. What do you mean by yeah. that? And, like, how do you do it and why do you do it? So I had this sort of thing where I was thinking like, 
no one actually believes that, you know, their, their wedding is a bloody movie trailer, right? So to film it like that, it gives like an element of, you know, it, it's an, it takes some of the authenticity away. Yeah. So, you know, I, I originally started filming on a gimbal to get those real creamy, you know, smooth uh, footage and whatnot. Um, but then, uh, I thought I'm going to try my hand at handheld. So I built myself a rig and did all that. And, um, and just introduced all these funky Dutch angles and movement and things like that. That um, kind of like like your movement is like you're tracking the subject because you're part of it. Like yeah. say like you're walking with the groomsmen or something, and instead of just like standing there and watching them walk, it's like you are a groomsman and They're you're walking. in the pack following along. Yeah. So like obviously like the cinematic stuff like it just mwah, beautiful yeah. beautiful. But for our style, because we want to inject so much of ourselves, it's almost like we are a guest. So yeah. the footage plays back as if we were standing right there, a part yeah. of it. And it's because Elliot is standing right yeah. there. So it, like, I, uh, I say I have, like, praying mantis legs because I'm constantly, like, <laughs> back and forth. I do that too. That's the yeah, classic. Yeah. The so, classic little yeah, yeah. Just, just Keep like, it moving, bring your own dolly. Yeah, yeah. You bring yeah. your own slider. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, because um, you watch, like, you know, you watch, like, f- big movies, right? And there's always this slight amount of there's camera, always camera shake in it. And it's, like, yeah. often the times it's not even detectable to, to Yeah, you probably eye, don't but, even notice. But, but as soon as you have static footage, there's just, just something about it that just doesn't feel. Just loses the energy. It's ironic that movement is less um, less noticeable. Then no yeah. movement, mm. like like yeah, no movement is really why. is yeah. really um, obvious. And if you yeah. it's it's, it's like it, it if you do it well, like mm. yeah, Fiore films, yeah, like perfection, yeah. yeah. But if you do it wrong, it can be quite jarring and obvious. Yeah, totally. um, So yeah, having that little bit of movement in there just to um, yeah. But I can see what you're saying around like that kind of more natural handheld style of being in there. Yeah, yeah you like you feel, you feel like you're one of the groomsmen or something. Yeah. Um, I mean, for us, it's like, how much more personal does it get than a wedding? Like yeah. that is like for the couple, probably the most important day of their lives or top three, you know. Um, so having that like element of movement and that extra energy, and it might, yeah, not not as cinematic and beautiful but it's kind of more raw and real which for such a like emotional day i think works really well it's interesting like hearing like the the decisions that you came to like kind of get to how you shoot because it's like it's like your choice to go like handheld and that kind of stuff like fits your style whereas like that like you're saying like a gimbal doesn't fit that kind of yeah, style. Exactly. It's yeah. too smooth. It's too removed. Because I've just come off a recording with um, Harrison Films. Like last yeah, week, yeah. last you know, the previous episode of this one that c- came out, yeah, Harrison yeah. Films, and their style is that like everything's gimbal, everything's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. smooth. It's light. It's airy. It's beautiful. Mm. It's it's polished. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, you guys like that other end of the spectrum of like yeah, it's raw, it's angle. edgy, it's it's in the face, it's yeah. dynamic, it's energetic. Um, yeah. and it's like choosing the right gear and the right sort of filmmaking style and the right directing style to suit mm-hmm. that 
Yeah, yeah. Just definitely. makes everything just more cohesive, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, totally. You can't have like, you can't, yeah, say like, oh, I want all this cinematic footage and then your personality is like, woo, 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 like on the day you're like yeah. all crazy because it's just not gonna That's work. Not, yeah, matter. you do like, have to like bring all the elements together and yeah. make a mesh. Definitely. Make a mesh. Yes, um, yeah. And so do you guys have any like tips for bringing energy on the day, like what sort of works well, things that you've found, like ways to direct or, um, yeah, techniques that you guys bring out of your tool bag to hype people up for the I camera? Think, I think, um, honestly, um, it, it it's so, like, all-encompassing. Like, you know, it starts with, you know, complimenting, you know, the, the hair and makeup as, as soon as you come in, you know, it's like, you know, I, I think it's about like just keeping the good vibes, you know, yeah, like yeah. it's, it's their you. wedding day. Like it's a big deal for them. And they have been mm. thinking about this for like years, probably Yeah, like all they want to do is have an amazing time. So just everything you're saying it sort of needs, well, for us, we try to like, we're trying to add value to the day, like always trying to improve what is already happening yeah. Um, to make it a better experience overall. I think what we will also do is say we're in the prep stage, you know, we'll, we'll sacrifice getting a photo, like a detail photo that we want or something, or we'll stop them. We won't pose them in a certain way because something natural is happening that, like, is is a more accurate representation of that period of the day. Like, mm. you know, it's not about us and our photos of them. It's it's yeah. It's, I think that that's it. Like keeping the couple at the forefront of your mind. Like it's about them. It's not about us. Yeah. Of yeah. course we're here to do our job, but it's their freaking wedding day. Yeah, like, yeah. come on. <laughs> yeah. So that's, yeah. You know, let them enjoy it to the fullest. So just things like, you know, hype girl antics, like, oh my God, you look freaking amazing. Look how beautiful this dress is. Rah, rah. But also being authentic, not just like saying shit that you don't mean because People know when you're talking shit. Yeah. Just People can smell like, bullshit a mile off, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just think, like, also, I guess for some maybe more introverted people, it can be, like, nerve-wracking walking into a room of people you don't know. Like, totally understand that. Yeah. It's like a bunch of strangers <laughs> to you. But just keeping in your mind they're here to get married, they've paid you to be here, they're so excited don't overthink it. Just try to have a good time because you having a good time means they're having a good time. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's just feeding off each other's energy. So I think, like, just don't be so hard on yourself. Just just relax. If they offer you a drink, take it. If they want you to eat the platter, <laughs> eat the motherfucking platter. Yeah. Like, just, yeah, just enjoy the day for what it is. Love it. Amazing. Um, cool. So um, as we kind of... Um, move through the day here. I'd love to sort of start to uh, transition now until now to uh, post wedding and editing room, and yeah. sort of how you guys come back together and start to work on this thing uh, again. And so, yeah, what does the editing process look like for you guys? You mentioned you do different parts of it. Yeah. What does that look yeah. Like? So we um, we actually go through um, initially all the audio. So that's everything that I've. Like got with speeches, vows, ceremony, all that sort of stuff. But then it's like matching music to them. So yeah. we'll go through our we use music bed um, as our music uh, for for weddings. And um, honestly, you have to you have to invest in good music because I find 
Oh, yeah. Your films are made or broken with the audio, right? And, like, when you have a good song that you can use that matches the energy, the vibe, what's going on in the film as well, they can give you some really creative, like, edits with, like, how mm. the beat goes or how certain we things get a lot like, of our so. ideas from the actual tracks themselves, like where the music is going, that's where we'll bring the visuals to follow yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but in terms of, like, our roles, it's like Elliot will sit down and go through all the audio and separate it into, like, categories, like this was the uh, Mother of the Bride speech and this was this and blah, blah, blah. And then I'll get the computer because um, I'm just, like, an English nerd. <laughs> I love, like, I'm good <laughs> at the English language as in, like, making stories and knowing, you know, knowing like components to make something engaging. Um, So I'll pull out the audio and make like a skeleton. So it might not be the most efficient way, but it's, for me, it's like the best way that I can do it. Um, So yeah, I'll pull out audio and I might say, start with something from like the celebrant being like, these guys met on Tinder Dun, 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 or something yeah. like introduce them and then finding audio that matches. This, this is like so obviously every wedding's different but a lot of the ones we do sort of work like this so yeah. then after the introduction i'd probably find something that um <clears throat> explains a little bit about them maybe like a story yeah. one of the relatives have told or something mm-hmm. to like immediately connect the viewer to the couple yeah. um and then continue and build the story, bring in some of that fun stuff. So some jokes and things that people say, and then being like silly on the dance floor. So get some of that humor in there as a way to connect with the viewer. Mm. And then, like we said earlier, once we've got like, like say you're just listening to it, you get to a point where you're like, yeah, I like this couple. Like that. I seem, I feel like they could be my friends. And then it's like, bam, let's get some emotional it's stuff in there. Yeah. So we'll pull like, yeah, yeah, we'll pull the vows out or like really nice speeches. And then it's like, oh my God, my best friend's in love. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> you really feel it a lot more. Um, and so, yeah, the whole time I'm pulling out that audio, I'm think, I'm thinking like what kind of track is going to go with this part. So if it's like a nice mushy speech, I'm going to find a track, obviously that's a bit more chill and, um, and we, I do try to find songs where like the lyrics match up, but for me, it's more about the instrumentation yeah. over anything because we have so much audio, like voice from the couple throughout the day. A lot of the time you can't really hear the lyrics anyway. Yeah, um, sometimes you use breakup songs, right? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I use breakup songs. Works for us. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, I think that's something some people get stuck on, like finding songs that are about love. It's like, bro, you can only find so many freaking romantic songs. Like sometimes you got to like push Expanded. the boundaries a bit and yeah, make it work to make it a more dynamic film. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's sort of like the first step. I'll have an audio skeleton. So I'll have like six, eight minute skeleton with absolutely no video in it at all. It's just the audio from the day and then the music tracks. Mm. And if I can't like close my eyes and listen to it the whole way through and pay attention, I go back and I change it. So it's got to be an engaging Engaging, story before we get any of the footage in. And then that makes 
then then that's where Elliot comes back into the editing yeah. with that footage. Well, and then what I do from there is I'll start by putting in the best B-roll footage that I can over the speech parts of the skeleton and then mm. fill in the gaps from there so that I'm using the best footage for the hard-hitting moments that are, mm. like, lining up The real, up like, speeches. storytelling moments have the best footage to match them. Yeah, because um, I don't want to, like, use, like, some amazing moment, like, in between songs where there's, like, nothing hitting or anything. Yeah, so, exactly. Um, so you have, like, really romantic shot of, like, the couple embracing and kissing. You're not just going to put it in a weird instrumental break. You'll probably put it, like, when the dad is saying, like, oh, he's always been the best child and so yeah, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And then they kiss and you're like, oh, yeah, look how lovely he yeah, is, yeah. you know. <laughs> I can see him. He's lovely right here. And a lot of the yeah. time, like, with the speeches, like, if they say something that you can, like, have an actual visual rep representation of it because you filmed something. So someone says, oh, you know, they've got a cheeky smile. Put something of them smiling. Like, yeah. Like, match it up so that it, like, all works yeah. together. There's no point just, like, it's, like missing that opportunity. It's, yeah, being, like, very intentional with the clips we match to the audio, mm, obviously, yeah. um, to enhance the story overall. No, I did definitely get that, like, like having the having the footage of seeing match, like, what's being said. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Big question now is, Elliot, do you ever get to sort of the edit, hand it over to you and go, I don't have the footage to match this particular story. Say. There are, there or are even, times, even just like little moments, like I wish I had it, this. Yeah, yeah. There, there are times <laughs> where like there might be just too much mushy stuff or there might be too much party stuff and I just need to like when I do my edit, rather than having like six cuts over like 10 seconds, I'll have three cuts over 10 seconds because I have to just extend a, a clip out mm. because there's not a different angle or a different type of clip that works in that spot. Um, but in terms of like we have a, on a couple occasions gone back and altered the, the skeleton a little bit, like cut it down mm. a little bit just to like cater for yeah, the Yeah, we will go back in and edit if it's not aligning with the footage. But um but oftentimes that's not even, that's not the case. So we've, we've probably yeah. only had about three or four weddings where we've had yeah. to do that. I mean, so. the thing is, like, while I'm making the skeleton, like, I was at the wedding. Yeah. I know what footage Elliot's gotten because I'm watching him the whole time. Yeah. So I, yeah, obviously it happens sometimes where it doesn't work out. But because we are so in sync with how we're working, I generally know what he's going to do once he gets that skeleton. Yeah. So it usually works out pretty well. Nice. I like that. I, it's a really interesting, like, splitting up of the process because, yeah. like, I follow that exact same process for how I eat it. You know, I yeah, right. find the moment, so I create an audio skeleton, make sure I can watch the film with my eyes closed, mm. and, yeah. then, and then I add the bit better. I do the exact same process. Yeah. I, just, yeah. I, just, I, I do it all. <laughs> so yeah. it's just interesting seeing. <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine what it would be like to like do one part of that and then hand it off to somebody else. It's really yeah. interesting. It's, so it I'll, makes my job so easy. Like yeah, I loves it because I think like just in terms of our personalities, the creativity part comes really naturally to me and like connecting to people. So my strengths align with making that Story, yeah. that skeleton, and then. But I have a really short attention span. So then putting the footage in is not something I'm good at. So that's where Elliot comes in because yeah, he's great. Sure. He can just sit there forever and yeah. da, da, da. So I think 
it's definitely like working towards our strengths and our weaknesses to share the workload. Um, and generally, so after L puts that footage in, then he'll get it to a point where he's like, yeah, I'm pretty happy with it. And then because I'm a perfectionist, I'll come back in and look at what he's done and tweak things. Yeah. Just like polish it up a little bit so that it sort of has like, it has like several layers of like, yeah, proof, proofreading, like checking it over before we sort of finally deliver it. So that because it's hard, like there's two of us, it has to get to a point where we're both happy with it. Mm. Um, Because obviously we're two different people. We don't always agree. So yeah. Just That's great, going though. back and revising until we're both happy. Yeah. yeah. I love that. I love it. Love, love, love. This is yeah, that's cool. Live, love, love. Yeah. <laughs> Live, love, no, no, fuck. No. Jesus. <laughs> that's what you oh should say God. this episode. You gotta, you gotta Live, love, love. Live, love, love. Live, love, love. A boomer anthology. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking oh, <yeah>. Jesus. Um <laughs> So, so here's a question. Um, here's a here's a question. Do with Here it what go. you will. Um, because you guys are splitting the kind of the editing creative process. Um, how do you guys approach just like I don't know, getting inspired with new ideas? Do you work quite collaboratively? Do you? It's just sort of work in isolation in terms of like I'm just going to try this new thing and then wha pow figure out how to work with it i think it is pretty separate it, it's pretty separate like uh, see what my thing about video is i like i can like picture things pretty vividly in my head so like say i've just come out of a wedding we're driving home and i know some songs that i've listened to previously on music bed that would work well and i'll try and describe this like thing that's happening yeah. in my head. Yeah, Elliot usually already has, like, a vision for, like, some parts of the edit, like, oh, this this shot that I took, you know, we'll do that and then we'll, like, speed ramp it into this other one that I got mm. on the dance floor. Like, he can really see this vision in his head. Yeah, so I'll um I'll try my best with my uh, limited editing skills to, to try and do that, <laughs> right? Um, and then... It's either I'll I'll know that it's a miss or uh, it'll get to Steph and it might get a little bit of a tweak here and there. But in terms of like our willingness to try new things, like if we don't know about it and we find out about it, we'll we'll try it until it doesn't work for us sort of thing. Yeah. So like we're always on the hunt. Like you you look at music videos, you look at you look at, yeah. at movies for cinematography tips and things. And if you can apply it to your wedding, like why, why not give it a shot, right? I like looking at other um, similar filmmakers' like wedding videos and seeing like certain shots they might have taken. And then, you know, we'll be driving to the wedding that day and I'll say to Elliot, like, I really want you to get this shot today because I saw it in so and so's video and I think it would work really well for this couple. Um, So, yeah, always, always trying new things because it's like I said earlier, like, if you try something new and it's shit, like, you don't have to keep it. There's no rules. Like, I think it's always worth giving it a go because you could make something awesome. Mm. Um, but if you're scared to, you know, push the limits, you're probably never going to, you know, have anything that really has much distinction from another film. Yeah. I love that. Have the balls to do something different, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. No, I love that. Love that. And it's, it's cool because I think, like, 
having with with how you guys have sort of structured this like you've got the ability to basically like take the seed of an idea start something and then throw it to the next person and say hey do something with this yeah, yeah. And, that yeah per- can, and that person can say cool here i'll take this and then here do something with this yeah and you sort yeah. of like pass the creative yeah. ball back and forth between it's, you two yeah. it's very helpful yeah. sometimes we'll get like mm-hmm. like a writer's block sort of thing and yeah. you're just like looking yeah. at this section of the film and it's like i have no freaking idea what to do for this yeah. so i'll be like that's it. I can't do it anymore. Elliot, you work on it for like yeah. half an hour, an hour. And then generally El will like do something different and I'll be like, oh, like I either love it, hate it, or have thought of something even better from it. Yeah. So, yeah, knowing when to like pass the baton and let someone else have an idea um, is really valuable. Yeah, because we're always like in the skeleton making process like – you know, Steph will get two minutes in and I'll come and listen to it and I'll be like, oh, yeah, you could probably now like because I'll remember back to a period of the day where mm. something happened that works really well that mm. will lead on from it and it'll just be like a yeah. natural progression. So. Definitely like got to be open to like I wouldn't say it's constructive criticism but just like other people's ideas because, you know, like creative people, you know, we want to do everything our way and we, we want it to be like our product. But sometimes taking ideas from other people can elevate it further. Mm. So instead of like taking it personally, like you didn't do well enough, it's like, no, you did awesome. But imagine how cool it could be if we also did this. Mm. And that's a good thing. That's what you want. Yeah. No, that's fantastic. That's that's awesome just to hear like how you guys have developed this really cool just partnership basically of, yeah. of how you guys work on these, on these films and, and how it all comes together. It's, it's really cool, cool, cool to hear. Yeah. Um, yeah, really, really cool. It's amazing. Um, as we kind of like round out the conversation here, like, do you guys have any kind of, I guess, advice for people who, I don't want to like inject some more like of their own personality into their work, inject more fun, inject more energy, like, if people like look at your work and go like, I would love to have that level of oomph, you know, yeah. in my stuff. Like, do you have any advice for people who to sort of just inject a bit more of themselves into their into their films? I think just like don't be scared. I think there's just such a fear of failure or fear that you're going to look silly um, and it's not going to land. That people aren't willing to even give it a go. Like we go back to a lot of our, like we've only been doing this for two and a half years or something. We didn't even own cameras before. So it's not like we're coming from a world of knowledge or anything. Um, We've just been willing to try different things. And so you go back to like our older films and now we watch them and we're like, what the actual fuck? But the reason we are where we are is because we did take those risks and we tried all the things. And it's not until you really put something into practice that you know whether it works for you or not. And then, you know, if you do something, you hate it, like I said, you can delete it or leave it in the film and just try something different next time. Like there's always another go. I think just don't be afraid to just do it. Just do it. Just do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my my biggest thing is like um, if you're wanting to like inject – um, a bit more personality and, and, and hype and, you know, energy. Movement is your absolute biggest friend. Yeah. Like 100%. Like if if you're doing these slow, sweeping camera moves 
that works for the filler stuff in between the hype stuff. But I've got a like camera set up right in front of my face, and I'm like bouncing around, around. On, on the on the dance floor. I'm not afraid to get Dutch angles. I'm I'm running around sometimes. You know, um, if if you stuff up the stuff, like how steady you are so much that it's not usable in post, then just keep trying until you start getting better at like yeah. uh, holding the camera differently. But movement is so massive. Dude. I think like you just made me think of something. I think that's probably a trap that a lot of people fall into like new filmmakers. You know, they see these beautiful, like smooth films and they're so creamy and delicious. And the reason they work is because, you know, the filmmaker has experience and they know what they're doing. But when you come into it as like a beginner, you don't know how to tell a story or anything. And then you're doing these slow movements. And instead of being romantic, it's just boring (laughs) because you don't have like that experience and skill to know, like to do those, um, take those shots with intention. Mm -hmm. They're just doing it because they think that's what everyone else does. Um, So I think, I think, yeah. Movement. Yeah. I think. Movement and music together. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. If you're like starting, here we go. Go back. If you're starting out, like I think don't be afraid to use the movement because while you might be like lacking in other areas like storytelling and stuff, maybe just that little bit of movement and following the couple around is probably going to add a lot to your film that you can't achieve like in post because you don't have the experience. So, like, the movement can actually help you along while you're still yeah. learning, I think, as well. It can it can smooth out the kinks, ironically. Yeah. So, and yeah. then, like, if your footage is a bit shaky and shit, you're like, eh, it's a movement. It's, it's my style. It's yeah. a vibe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I love that. No, it's, it's true. It's just, like, just being intentional around, like, matching your 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 equipment, your your uh, your filmmaking style to the actual end result that you're trying to get to. You know, like if yeah. you've got in your head, I want to make a fun film, and then you spend the whole day getting just oh, like right. millimeter totally. perfect gimbal shots. Yeah, yeah. I, I, they're not, they're not going to. The visions aren't going to match been, up. Yeah, there have been a lot of couples where we're like, oh, these guys going to be so fun and like out there, and then we get there and they're great, but they're not as full on as we thought. And so then, like, me and Ella will talk and we'll say, okay, I want, I want you to get some really nice, smooth shots today because that is, that's going to be what we need to work with in post. Um, and just, yeah, like we said earlier, like working on the fly, vibing the couple and working with it from there. Really helpful. I I actually like remember there was the, the point at which we decided we wanted to go more energy, higher, higher pace sort of wedding films. I remember I literally made a conscious effort to put more movement in. I was like, I'm not going to film nice and steady. I'm going to just not care so much about how shaky I am. Just follow the action yeah. as it happens. Um, I was using a an 85 mil lens, which made it even worse. <laughs> made it even shakier. Yeah. Um, but no. Hashtag regret. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, but no. But now, like jumping on a 35 mil lens is really good. Like it's it's pretty natural for your eye to see a 35 mil lens. And honestly, just that that conscious decision to go, I'm not going to stand there and like yeah. hold it as still as possible. Like, mm. 
Yeah. And that comes into what you were saying, Ben, like being intentional with matching up your gear and stuff. Like there's a reason L uses a 35 almost all day versus yeah. the 85 because we've found that that works best for the whole vibe we're trying to create. Yeah. So, yeah, all like the little aspects do matter when you put it into the big picture together. Mm. Absolutely. Amazing. Cool. Um, that's fantastic, guys. I think we, that's basically, I think, where we're going to sort of wrap things up today. But I think today's episode has been amazing just to see, like, just how I think, like, authentic and unique and and just, like, intentional you guys have been around how you've set this this whole partnership up. Um, it's been amazing to hear just Thank how you guys have, have done yeah. this over the last few years and, and where you guys are and the films you make and the brand you've created. It's amazing. So um, Thank you very yeah, much. I've, you know, I'm sure everyone at home is, will have learned a lot and will have loved of, um, yeah, hearing about you guys as much as I have. So, uh, yeah, nothing else left to say other than thank you guys so much for giving us your time and sharing everything with us. No worries. It's our pleasure. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, fantastic. So, yeah, obviously we're going to have like all the links you need to follow these guys down below. But that's it for today's episode, guys. See you all next time. Bye. Bye.